Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. The session will start in three minutes. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, July 12th. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy NPC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer and put your camera on. Abhishek. Hello, uh, good morning. Uh, I have a couple of really quick questions. Uh, mm-hmm. First is my uh, priority date is October 2014. Do you think it will remain current in fiscal year 2023? Um, there is good chance for it. Good chance for it. Okay. Uh, next question is, if I fi- so I'm going to file my 485J at the beginning of... Uh, August, do you think what are the chances of me getting in fiscal year 2022 a green card if I file it? And why are you waiting for that? Why are you waiting? Uh, some paperwork pending, so trying to file it ASAP. But the earliest it can happen is August, the very beginning of August. Uh, very, so think- very, le- very, very less chances that you're going to get the green card, though that's too early. Okay, it's any other uh, questions? Uh, yes. Uh, can a 485J petition and a perm petition happen in parallel at two employers? Is it a problem? Why do you need all these things though? Uh, so I'm working why at you... my current. So I'm working at my current employer, which is now filing my green card petition. Yeah, that's fine. That can that can happen. That's not a problem. But since my priority is current, so I might have to go back to my previous employer, who will just file a 485J. For EB2, yes, earlier I had you can, e- you can do both the things in parallel. Next person, okay. please. Yeah, next person, please. Chetan. Hi, Rahul. Chetan here. Uh, thank you so much for your help with this uh, and all the service. I had two questions. One is uh, I had filed and I had interfiled into, I had initially filed a 45 into EB3 and then interfiled into EB2 in May. My petition was approved. I got my green card, but then when I received the green card, it is in an EB3 category, even though the 45J supplement was approved. Would there be any problem uh, either now or later? Um, we're going to debate that in the in today's evening main discussion, though. Okay. Okay. We are not expecting uh, though, because what is your priority date? You said my priority date was is 2011. 
See, what USCIS is telling that, they already allocated the number. When, okay. when the prior date was current, they already allocated you the number. That's what they're telling us right now. Okay. Yeah, I think, or maybe they may have approved my 45 first, ordered the card, and then maybe then they approved my interview. No, 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 no. They are telling us they allocated the number to you okay. before. That's what they're telling us. So it was already allocated in EB3, for example, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And does any does the EB3 green card versus EB2 green card is any different? Does it make any difference? No, it doesn't make any difference. Okay, perfect. And then the last question I have is my employer, uh, my employer's attorney is saying, even if I have a green card, even if I'm like, if my, if my job or nature of the job changes, or if I get promoted, uh, I got to let them know because uh, I think they're saying, because my green card is based on the labor certificate, I got to do the job in the same labor uh, certificate. No, sir. You can do anything you want. You can, you can flip a burger in McDonald's. You can be a Microsoft CEO. So I can do you multiple jobs. Lot. I can leave the job, not do anything. That's fine, right? That's fine. Next person, please. Thank you. Ramya? Hey, hi, Rahul. So my question is, my husband, Ivan Forty, was approved from previous company. Priority date is mm -hmm. on March 6, 2013. And uh, H1 mm -hmm. is valid until March 15, 2023. Current company has just started the green card process. Uh, like uh, PWD has been fine. And uh, there's not enough time for firm approval before H1 extension. So will he get an H1 extension? He'll get it, but he may get it only one year. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Can he was... not go back to the old employer and file the 485? Um, yeah, because again, he has to uh, file the H1, right? No, you don't have to. They can file a green card if they want to. Okay. I'll just add that one. Yeah. Thanks, Rahul. That was my question. Next. Next person, please. Nitin. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for doing this. Uh, so uh, I work for a consulting company on an EBC model. So basically my current H1 ends next year, April 2023. So uh, luckily I've got a visa slot for this October. But do, though I go for stamping in October, it's only I get for six months. So rather, you know, how hard it's getting a slot at, at this time. So rather, can I do amendment and extension so that I'll get a three years validity and go for stamping in October? So I'll be good for three months. So will there be any problem in doing amendment? Yeah, you can always make an amendment that your salary has increased by $5 and then are decreased by $5 and then file an amendment. You can do so. That's a so what? Plan. Okay, what all things can I can do on an um, um, amendment like salary increase or decrease, and what are the other cases that I can show? My Only vendor one is one is good enough. You don't need another one. Okay, salary increase. Okay, 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 sir. Thank you so much. And there wouldn't be any issues at RFEs, right? If I go with this nah, amendment, no, sir, no, sir. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Nothing. Hey Rahul, thanks for uh, time today. Actually, I have two questions. One is regarding my uh, uh, priority date, which is May uh, May 7, 2015. And I am not in the US as I had a H1 problem due to Stratford University nonprofit organization. So I'll go with the first question with that uh, GC. My company is okay to file. 
for uh, my consulate processing. However, I have uh, uh, in my credit card, um, sorry, I credit card, I'm not able to pay the one credit card and that went to the collection agency. Will that create the problem in my no, consular sir. processing? No, sir. No, okay. sir. So uh, the, uh, the collection won't be any problem in my uh, credit report if there is any problem. No, sir. No, sir. It won't be any problem in you getting the green card, H1B or anything. Okay. Uh, another question, sir, uh, regarding uh, I have a H1B and a uh, 2012 CAP uh, 13 uh, fiscal year, and uh, I got a May 7, uh, sorry, May 22nd, 2012 receipt, and uh, uh, I requested, uh, uh, like, you know, third extension based on that, and they have de uh, de denied my petition, saying that uh, my uh, my H1 was on the master I, I'm, 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 I'm pretty aware of what, what happened with the Stratford University and why you got denied. Go to the question. Okay, so basically they are saying that my uh, my petition was under master cap, but they are not sure if it is master cap or not because they are saying could not uh, have a cap available in. Uh, you already in regular you already had the denial. You have to have a private consultation. You already had a denial. You are in India right now, so it's a very long story. Though you have to have a consultation to discuss about it. Okay, next person, please. Okay. Adya? Uh, hi, sir. Uh, I have uh, two I-140s approved, one under EB3 mm -hmm. category, uh, October 2012, and applied uh, 485, and uh, one under uh, uh, another one, 140 in EB2 category with priority date uh, June 2011. Um, my GC has been uh, 485 has been filed in December 2021. Uh, however, it's been pending from last eight months. My question here is: Can I do the? Do I have an option to interfile or uh, anything? Can I interfile? You mean to say, can you interfile with using the EB2? Yeah, EB3 date is not current, so EB... So answer, so you want to get to EB2, that's a purpose. Yes. Is that right? Okay, yes. is it is it the same company that has an I-140 approval? Is it a different company? Same company. Absolutely, you can, you should. Why is the Pratt dates different though? Um, there was problem with EB2 I-140, so company, uh, there was a status where we had to uh, kind of, it got uh, denied. Okay, anyway, then... anyway, anyway, coming, since you have the I-140 approval under EB2 with the same company, you absolutely can do interfile, and you should interfile in EB2. Next person, please. Oh, thank you, sir. Pavan? Yeah, hi, Rahul. So I have two questions. So my actually, uh, my priority date is uh, December uh, 2012. Uh, last year, September, my employer applied 485 with EB3. So um, right now my date is uh, because uh, the dates retrogressed uh, and my my date in EB2 got, my, uh, my dates uh, in EB2 are current. So my employer tried to apply EB2 uh, 140, uh, but it got denied by error actually. Uh, after mm -hmm. one, Pilot, uh, like, initially we applied in regular after converting to premium, it got denied uh, due to some error uh, from US. What US error? Market. What error is? So why don't you file uh, again? They, yeah, they simply said that perm is expired. I don't know why they said <laughs> it like that. I don't okay. know why. 
so okay file it again we, file it again yeah we file, we file, file it, it again yeah we file it again 20 days back uh, so do we need to wait for one more month to convert to premium or can we do right no, now do it do it right now because we last time it got denied right so we are scared little bit no, scared do it, do it right now do it right now oh, okay okay so once we got like thing that we got approval after converting to premium so we are planning to interfile again so for interfiling do we need approval copy of 140 yes you need oh, so we need to wait till we get the approval copy that's right oh, okay okay okay, okay. next you. person shananjudaya okay hi rahul currently i'm on uh, h4 and working on h4 ead uh with my previous employer i was on l1 and i had my i140 approved uh now being on h4 and my uh, priority date is current right now so being on h4 can i proceed with my gc absolutely your priority date is current is your priority date current yes rahul it's uh, it's current right now absolutely you can if you want okay. if the employer allows to go with independent lawyer like cognizant or something like that come to us we can help you out file the 485 you don't need to be an l1 you don't need to be an h1b for being a primary applicant you can be an h4 ead and file a 485 okay. okay right now i'm with a different uh, employer so should i uh, uh, can i apply with the current employer who who, who got the I'm i140 with approval though uh i got my i want 40 through cts but right now i'm with tcs uh cognizant you mean to say cognizant right? yeah cognizant does not file 485 unless you go and join them okay and if i were you i would go join them right now okay okay rahul thank no you no matter even even if you get 50% go join uh-huh. them right now and yeah, my, you can come you know, to us we can file a for yeah. it for for you sure my only concern is after you know quitting this company and going back to cognizant they should not uh, deny saying that you're on h4 and you can you know we don't deal with h4s oh no 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 we file for uh, other h4s for cognizant next person okay. please thank you sir thank you rahul asadullah sayed yeah hi rahul so i i i have couple of questions Number one is I came to India for my S1B starting. I got a white slip for 221G. Uh, that mm-hmm. is DS5535. I'm, I'm waiting for more than 100 days and there is no update from them. Uh, other than that, what happened, my employer, uh, they withdraw my S1B from them. And they said they, they cannot wait more than the desired time. And currently, I don't have any employer. So, what are my chances to come back to US? Um, you have to withdraw. You have to withdraw your application. Uh, withdraw my application from. Um, you you have to withdraw the H one B application right now because you don't want the H one B to be withdrawn and they deny your H one B. and then you need to find another job to get a h1b and go for stamping again right so my employer he always withdraw my h1b on june 22nd so i don't have an employer at the moment uh i'm sorry 
uh, my employer, he only withdraw H1B from H1B. So I don't have any employer at the moment. So what are my chances to come back? Like, do I have to find a new employer? Or... You have to find a new employer. If since your company has already withdrawn the H1B, you have to find a new employer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And the second question is, uh, my spouse, she, she has H4 interview. So do... She should do... not go for it. You should withdraw the H1 and H4 right now. Okay. Okay. Because the job is not there. You don't want the denial there. Okay. You don't want okay. to give the wrong statements there and then be banned forever. Right. Okay. Okay then. Okay. Next person, please. Question. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking the question. I have a quick question and then two follow-up questions. This is for my friend. Uh, both H1 and H4 are valid for next two years and H1 changes the job. Is it required for H4 to file a new H4 with a new employer or can she when stay it, with the current it? H4? She can stay with the current H4 as long as the I-94 is still valid. So if your H1B is valid until mm -hmm. 2025, and she has a H4 yep. until 2024 with the previous company. She can stay until 2024, but you need to apply an extension before the I-94 expires, which is 2024. Okay. As a follow-up question for that, can she travel abroad and then enter the US with the current employer? Even if you know H1 has a different company on the visa and she has a different company. Does she have the passport stamping? Yes. H4? Absolutely, she can travel. Correct. Absolutely, yes, no has. problem. Even though you're not, even though you're not working for the company, they can travel. No problem. Okay, great. Last question is: Can she continue working on H four EAE with the current employer? Absolutely, she can. She can. If she has the EAD, she can. Even though you okay, change the you. company, as long as she didn't change the husband, she's mm -hmm. fine. Okay. Next person, please. Balaji. <laughs> Balaji. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much uh, for our opportunity. Um, thanks for taking the question. So the scenario I, I have is um, in 2013, 2000, I mean, uh, my I have an employer A and I-140 and uh, uh, power my approved under EB2. And in 2017, mm -hmm. I moved to a full-time job uh, where they did EB3, uh, power and I-140. Uh, so EB2 is currently, um, I mean, current. Uh, so I need to file I-485. Without joining my employer A, can employer B submit I-485 with I-485J? Employer A has I-140 or employer B has I-140? Employer A, employer A has I-140 under EB2, uh, permanent I-140. And employer B has uh, EB3, I-140 and firm. Uh, do I need to go back to employer A? Can employer B can uh, file for me I-485 and I-485J? No. Employer B cannot file EB2 EB3 is not current. EB2 is current. I485J, I485 cannot be filed by employer B. It has to be filed by employer A only. And other than that, and you don't have to join employer A. They can still file it if they want it. Whatever employer A wants. Well, if they don't want it, you have to follow the direction. Yeah, okay. So once I join them, I'm in process now. Yesterday I had discussion and I'm in process to find contract to join them. Please join them. Believe me, join join them yeah once i join them uh, after six months i can come back to employer b again on full time right like i for it for j you absolutely you absolutely can do that oh okay uh, um do you i mean do you have Next. any 
uh, inputs on EB2, um, or like how the future would be even like dates get retrogressed, right? So, yeah. So, like rate, rate, rate. I, I, I cannot. I, I, I would. I can only tell you join as soon as possible. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, sir. Next person, please. Mahesh. Hey Rahul, thanks for uh, taking time. So, I have a uh, like I have my 485 filed by my previous employer. So he had my I140 and he filed my 485 in December, and mm -hmm. um, it has been 180 days since they filed the 485, and I got an RFE, but they are not willing to respond to the RFE now. So can I can I hire someone like you to respond to the RFE, or it has to be only my employer who the old employer? Who what is what is what is RFE about? Uh, it is about the relationship between me and my wife uh, continuing to stay together and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you can hire us. And if you okay. respond to it quickly, that you'll get the green card quickly, though. Yeah, hire us. We'll make the money. Okay. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Contact us. Uh, my, my team member is going to give you the email address to it. Okay. Next person. Please. Okay. Yeah. And if yeah. you respond very fast, yeah. you will get a green card by September, though. And one September. question, I don't have I don't have the original copy. I have only the courtesy copy for the RFP. Ah, that's, fine. that's, that's, okay. that's enough. Okay. Next question. Yes. Thank you. Thanks. Naveen? Yeah, hi, sir. Uh, so I have a question on my uh, wife's H4 RFE. So my employer mm -hmm. is uh, not uh, responding. So we need to respond by July 25th. So only my employer has to respond, or I can respond, or so I can. What is this RFE? What is this RFE about? Yeah, it's RFE like uh, I changed, I uh, shifted a couple of uh, companies in between. So my employer missed. No, is, uh, it of, uh, is it a H1B RFE? Is it a H1B RFE? H4. Oh, it's H4 a RFE. H4 RFE. H4 RFE can be responded by anybody. It doesn't have to be the employer. Okay, they missed uh, one uh, document, one I-797 yeah. document. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. It can be responded by anybody. It doesn't have to be an employee. Okay, can I can I contact you so to help uh, on that? Uh, Absolutely, you can. Thing? Absolutely, you can. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, sir. I'll contact you. Next Thank person, you. please. Vikram. Vikram, we can't hear you. Vikram, we can't hear you. Let's go to the next person. Yeah. Devia? Unmute, you're unmuted, but we can't hear. Go ahead, Devia. Uh, hello, Rahul. Yes, ma'am. Uh, my question is, when I use my GCEAD, instead of renewing H1, and if my contract with the client ends, will I be out of status immediately, even though I'm still with the same employer sponsoring my GC? When you're out of project, will you be getting the paycheck or will you not be getting the paycheck? Um, I, uh, yeah, I can, uh, I'll be getting the paycheck. If you get the paycheck, you're good. I don't see any problem. Okay. So the employer has to run the taxes. No, ma'am. Paycheck, not taxes. Okay. That's called yeah, money laundry. Okay. Okay. If we run the paycheck, still we'll be, will not be out of status, right? No, you'll not be out of stress. Next person. Oh, thank you so much. Shiva, Shiva Pratap Singh. Yeah, hi Raghu. Um, so I have uh, recently I had been called for the interview 
and i've been preparing for the interview and i have a question regarding the evl uh, the employment verification letter which my company has given and uh, my question is like is the employment verification letter job title and the salary should match the i140s which is approved or because uh, my h1b uh, job title shows as qa and my i140 they had applied as a system analyst it is better it is better to have it tallied it's not about what your current job is the i140 is about your future job so let's say for example you're working as a software programmer but the the future job is software developer i would like to have the letter tallying the i140 tallying i140 okay yeah so right. uh, and one more one more question i have is like uh, my i485 shows as a programmer analyst like accidentally they without mentioning the systems analyst they had mentioned as programmer analyst uh, will that be a problem during the interview no i'm not expecting any problem because of that okay i last question uh, because somebody was talking about the denial my l1b got denied when i went for my h1b visa standing will that cause any anything in the interview no it will not thanks a lot for your time vikram can you speak vikram i can't hear vikram go to the next person please harsha hey rahul uh, rahul i have a eb3 application from october 2020 that is like in texas and eb2 are refiled in jan 22 uh, like in may to may in the last week of may they have transferred my eb2 to texas and I, only yesterday my eb3 i140 got approved so should i interfile now or just wait any solution did you refile or what happened yeah, refile yeah eb2 is completely refiled in jan it was in nebraska for, sorry in nbc for uh, until may and it moved to texas and eb3 i140 uh, i would i would if you have refiled i would not interfile right now okay. that's but it's like it's not as strict opinion okay Okay. there are certain things that are strict opinion it's just just a judgment call if you do so i'm not saying it's wrong this is just my judgment call okay. and the reason why they they didn't move to national benefit center is because i140 for eb3 is not approved even though when i look into the online statement of uscis that's saying that hey you know if the underlying i140 the first i140 is still pending they can still approve the green card they are telling it but that's the reason why your case is not moved but it, since your i140 is approved now you should expect some moment next person please thank you subho palani swami hi rahul uh, this is subho uh, this is regarding h1 naturally i am calling from an employer side uh, we filed a h1 for one of our employee and we got an rfp regarding her opd status basically uh, she was mentioned in a, another form then the pay slips and all from a, like a different store so now the rfp was uh, like they were asking the mismatch between the pay slip and uh, uh, the cv yeah, i know what you said okay so so like uh, can we go ahead and ask the school to update the correct information or how to respond that the background why is, is that, like we have a two why is, two different two different pharmacies and uh, we fin, we men, she mentioned like uh, she is working like say apollo pharmacy 
but uh, she was working in the other concern by we, we the lawyer lin look at it when he filed it like a uh, whether the CB says Apollo Pharmacy and we filed the petition for Clarksville Pharmacy. And uh, so that, now... That will be considered as a violation of status though, because she's supposed to inform any employment changes within 10 days to the civic system, though, which she did not though. So they may okay. give a H-1B without an I-94. She will have to go to India to get the stamping though. Oh. Okay. So, so we cannot uh, update or how we cannot respond in the RFE for this. You can respond, but I'm telling you what the consequences will be. Next okay. person, please. Thank you. Ellie? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Uh, I like I applied last year for my EB3 and mm -hmm. I want to transfer to a new company on my H-1B and my H-1B transfer just got approved today, but I have an mm -hmm. RFE for my EB3 and the RFE is employment verification and supplement mm -hmm. J and the current employer didn't respond yet. They are about to respond like this week, but my H-1B transfer is approved for the new employer. What is your suggestion in this case? So, so I wait, the, wait, 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 you filed green card with company A. When did you file the yes. 485 application? Uh, July last year. And when did you change to the different company? So that's July and right now it's almost July. So after one year, you are planning to change to a different company. When, when was your yes. I-140 approved though? Uh, October last year. October of 2021. Yes. Um, yeah, you, you can respond. It's up to you though. If you're working with previous company, the previous company can respond. The, if you want the new company to respond, they can respond by filing a 485J supplement also. Either way, it's fine. It's not a problem because you're moving out of the company after six months after filing. So you're good. Ah, so I can just like let them respond this week and give them a notice next week. Yeah, you can do so. You can have them respond this week and move the move to a different company next week. You can absolutely do so. Not a problem. Okay, thank you. I really appreciate your help. Thanks. Next person, please. Swarna. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thank you for this opportunity. Uh, so, um, we, me and my husband had a call with you last week uh, regarding our second interview. Uh, so, I just wanted to, uh, we just wanted to use this opportunity as a follow-up question. Uh, so, so we attended our first uh, GC interview six months back in January, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, and then it, it stayed. Uh, the case has stayed in the status as in review for all these six months, and then after mm -hmm. we raised SR and Congress inquiry, after fifteen days, uh, we got a second interview. Uh, the status. What's has the, what's the, what's what's the email address that you have made a consultation with? Uh, so it's it's um, s what's uh, why two five one at gmail dot com yes s yes v s v a t s a v a i two five one go ahead um, so what happened in the second interview uh, so we we did uh, get the mail yesterday, but in between we got another mail uh, saying that the previous interview has been cancelled because of the unforeseen 
uh, circumstances. Sorry for the inconvenience when we are going to schedule a new interview. Uh, so this is something uh, uh, I mean that that uh, made. Uh, I don't bad. think so. I don't think so. You will be interviewed second time. There is a good chance they may approve your green card without second interview. Uh, But let's do let's do one thing, ma'am. Um, for 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 the follow up consultation which you did not add. I will mm -hmm. speak with you tomorrow at 10 o'clock and I have given you the link with you because you okay. have paid $600 for consultation and I have not spent enough time. So I'm going to speak with you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Okay. And I send okay, you the sir. link to, to, to the, Zoom the email ID. Okay. I, uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll speak with you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Uh, sure. Sure. Sir, but okay. I, I did not get the, uh, this link. I send sir, it to yes? the same email address. sunny.dugar at gmail.com. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so um, my question is, you know, I moved to the new employer and they did a AC21 and uh, 485J. They sent it to the Montclair, California address. Um, mm -hmm. And I wanted to check, uh, I mean, uh, do I need to do anything for the receipt? Because they did a, you know, they requested uh, portability on EB2 uh, even though my old employer had EB2 and EB3 I-140 approved. Mm -hmm. So they've asked the USCIS to see, you know, if they can approve an EB2. My date is current, priority date and everything. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. my, my concern is, was it supposed to be sent to the Monteclair, California address or should it be sent to the, you know, the NBC in order to move the case forward faster? Or, because they told me it's going to take three to California. six weeks to get there. California, California. Okay, so I have to wait then three to six weeks to get the receipt. Do I need to do anything mm -hmm. else in order to... No, nothing, you know, can nothing, can, nothing can be done right now. You have to wait. And uh, have you seen any approvals for Interfile uh, with moving to a new employer requesting under EB2? Yes. Yes, we did. We okay. Did. So I'm hoping okay. then probably September or something, I'll hear something then. Uh, in order hopefully so. They, they are really approving very fast right now. So hopefully so. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, Raul. Thank you, then. Uh, sorry, uh, Vikram. We tried a couple of times, uh, but it did not work out. Vikram, I tried sorry. to... Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Vikram. I think it's... Uh, yes, last question. Thank you, sir. Uh, actually, the uh, for birth certificate, affidavit, uh, on rupees or 20 rupees uh, stamp paper is fine. That's, if that's what for the notary says, that is fine. Notary if in that's, India. Uh, if that's what the notary in India says, that is fine. Whatever that notary says is good. Okay. And and uh, last question is, uh, if if not at all possible, uh, non-availability birth certificate, uh, can I send with my uh, transfer certificate, PAN card, and uh, yes, uh, school leaving yes. certificate, yes. will they yes. accept or deny? Yes. Is there any I would like to get the reason why you are unable to get it. If you can, you tried, you made efforts, try to submit affidavits. 
these many efforts were being made they did not they did not give it to us okay so try to okay. document those things and have them sign an affidavit that they did it okay okay yeah thank you so much i appreciate thank you then conference call will be tomorrow at 4:30 sorry we couldn't answer all the questions guys Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.